Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Portugal-based jazz bassist Cicero Lee. We had a great talk about his new 2022 CD, Resilience. He began his professional career back in 1999, and since then he has been a part of Lisbon's vibrant music scene, recording and performing alongside artists of various musical genres. As a leader, he's recorded four albums and continues to grow with each successive release. We cover some good ground here. Enjoy this interview. Hey, man. It's, it's great to meet you. Thank you for reaching out to the show, and I'm looking forward to getting into your life and music. Well, thank you for having me. It's been great uh, just uh, being able to, to meet new people from the States and, and, and different parts of the world, so it's great. Yeah, I, I find that thrilling myself. So you're in, uh, you're in Portugal now. Yeah, I'm in Portugal. I'm in Cascais. Okay, wonderful. Before we get into your brand new album, Resilience, which has been kind of the backbone, I think, of all of us that have lived through COVID, I want to know, as an artist, how you survived COVID and ultimately how it changed you. COVID, that's like a, a, bad, a bad remembrance, right? It's not through yet, but uh, I guess I had a, a very a very stable uh, career when COVID uh, hit. So um, I also um, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a teacher, music teacher. I have a, a music school in Cascais and uh, in Portugal, and a music studio. I, I'm always dividing my time between the, between teaching and and playing. So I guess I could put the the the, the playing part. In like a pause, and 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 I kept I kept uh, teaching online online lessons, but the part where I had to wait to get back to the stage that was awful. <laughs> Let's get into something happier. Talk to me about resilience. Talk to me about this new album and how it feels now that probably. You know, there's a chance for live shows. The world's waking up a little bit more. We're getting out of that lockdown mode. How does it feel? So 2022, we already had a ton of gigs. So all of a sudden, COVID went away. And we played a lot of festivals. Uh, we played uh, many different venues, a lot of different bands. It was like the, the, the perfect timing to, to release this album, which I composed um during covid so resilience uh, is about is about going through uh, such a difficult uh period in in life but also uh, a very happy period because I, I i i had the time to to be with my family to be with my kids to compose which is something that sometimes between gigs and teaching and going from one place to the other we don't have time to do that with COVID, the happy part was that I, I had the time to dedicate myself to my own uh, musical creation, and it was great. I think uh, I, I really enjoyed my, my, my Resilience album. <laughs> what are you hoping the listener gets from this album? Many different feelings. Uh, the, the, the first tune, I think it's, it's all about resilience. Uh, I inspired myself with the work of, of the, the artist, the, the, the clown, because the clown, the clown needs to be prepared to let go of himself and, and like to be able to, to, like to be made fun of, right? So we have to be resilient to, to get through that, that uh, state of mind. And then uh, other tunes 
like uh, Varanda. Varanda is a that's a tune uh, where where I, I want the listener to to get the same bucolic vibe of uh, like looking at the countryside of of Portugal. Papoit Papoit blues. That's a, a blues inspired by by the the Angolan uh, dialect. So it's about happiness, uh, smile for the cliches. But it's just about the, the cliché in jazz and, and being able to have fun with jazz, all sorts of different moods. It's a very, a very diverse album. Uh, it was my, my intention, yeah. So you've been at this since 1999. You have four albums now. But let's go back earlier on. How did you get interested initially in jazz? How did this become your focal point? So it's, it's a family thing uh, because... My my father, uh, he's also a musician, and actually I grew up listening to jazz, so it's kind of a, it's in the blood, it's, it's a family thing. So I, I literally uh, grew up uh, starting to play, and when I was 14, uh, I started like doing small gigs, and I became, became a professional when I was 17, playing with a lot of uh, Portuguese top bands in jazz, so I was kind of a precocious <laughs> musician. What about influences? Who were you listening to? Who have who have been really seminal for you to find your personal voice? Well, many. Uh, really many. Uh, we just had, just had the, the passing of the great Mick Goodrick yesterday. I would like to pay my, my respects for, for, for Mick because one of the, the albums I, I grew up listening to was uh, the Jack Dijonette uh, special edition. And there's a, there's a concert, I think it's a Montreal uh, Jazz Festival, somewhere in the 90s, where you have um, Jack Dijonette, uh, Mick Music, Pat Latini. And that's, uh, that's one of the, the records I, I, I've, listened, I've listened the most. And then I also listened to a lot of uh, Hermeto Pascual, you know, the, the Brazilian uh, uh, jazz player. A lot of uh, ECM records, uh, a lot of Jaco Pastorius, a lot of uh, Weather Report, a lot of Chicoria, Michael, Michael Brecker, a lot of uh, John Patitucci. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, just to name a few, just to name a few. <laughs> It's never a surprise to me that jazz, which is the ultimate American export, is all over the world. But I am always fascinated as to how each individual country fosters that jazz community and environment. What's it like in Portugal? How inviting and warm has it been for you in your life to, to be a jazz musician in Portugal? It has been great. First of all, because we have uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of African, African influence. So there's a lot of the, 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 the African music from Angola, from Mozambique, from Cape Verde. Uh, that kind of, those kinds of music, like they, they merge with the, with the jazz scene. And the jazz scene in, in Lisbon uh, has been like becoming a huge, a huge, uh, a huge thing. Uh, a lot of American players uh, came to live here, like Chris Cheek. Maybe one week ago, uh, Aaron Parks was here like for two weeks. Uh, hanging out with with the with the, with the cats uh, from the jazz team, and we have a lot of amazing jazz players, uh, a lot of uh, great horn players, uh, great drummers, amazing pianists, 
The one thing about being a professional musician is there's so many aspects to it. But what is it that you like the most? What is it that you know motivates you every day to be a professional musician? Meeting people like you. That's the the, the, the ultimate, like the ultimate uh, truth about being being a musician, especially a jazz musician. musician because there's a lot of bonding uh, in the in the in the community because jazz is about, for, at least for me, uh, is about uh, the the sharing part of music, the, the the sharing of ideas. So being able to travel, being able to meet new people, those are like the the. The main aspects, and, and because of that, we create more and, and better music. If you could get into a time machine and go back in time and see any jazz musician anywhere, where would you go? Who would you love to see live? I would, I would love to go back to to the time when when Jack Pastorius was playing at the Fifty Five Club in New York, and he had a, a weekly gig. <laughs> That's where where I would like to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I've heard a lot of that, a lot about that. Uh, I was a, I studied in, in New York at the Bass Collective, and uh, my teacher outside the outside the the Bass Collective was the the late uh, Jeff Andrews, and he kept talking talking to me and telling me about that time, and I was absolutely fascinated by it. Why do you love jazz? Why do I love jazz? <laughs> mm. Well, that's a, that's a tricky question, actually. I think I love jazz because it really lets me be who I want to be. Yeah, that's it. Wonderful. Simple. Everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, your fans, but ultimately, you live your life. What is your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think I'm someone who's always in the loop of something, always searching, especially as a musician. I'm always searching. I'm always trying to, to get better. Uh, it's something I think it's really difficult to achieve in a, like in a personal uh, level, like to always be better, always surpass uh, myself. But I think at least in music, that's, uh, that's something a little bit more attainable. So I think that, that kind of defines my, my living experience. Wonderful. Cicero, if anybody wants to get resilience, learn more about your live shows and your world and music, where can they go and do that? Well, mostly um, they can go to Instagram because I think that's, uh, that's where we, we tend to spend more time now. Instagram, uh, my, 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 my tag is Sister M. Lee, C-I-C-R-O-M Lee, L-E-E. -E. Uh, also my, my website, CiceroLee.com, uh, and my, maybe my Spotify uh, page, uh, Apple Music, I'm on uh, Apple Music, 
Pandora, I think I'm, I'm, I'm there as well. Uh, so social social media, I'm all over the place. <laughs> Absolutely, Cicero. Thank you for taking time out today. Good luck with the album and live shows and everything that comes up. I appreciate it. Thank you. Your questions were amazing. Thank you. Absolutely, uh, I had a great time. Yeah, me too, man. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in Portugal, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Cicero for his time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.